This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And today is actually Dylan's day off But he is... So nice and gracing <laughs> us with his presence and because we have some important things to talk about today. We do have important things to talk about. You know, so we were we were talking about the schedule and it's funny because they premiered the second episode of Potomac super early. So mm-hmm. we had already seen the Potomac episode, but then last night was the Bravo Race in America special and we definitely wanted to make sure to watch and give some time to that so we didn't want to record mm-hmm. early but honestly it's like i'm it's day off but like i'm not doing anything i've literally I know, right? oh, <laughs> i've only been watching tv i'm like okay i started watching selling sunset over the weekend which is so good and then i was like okay i'm gonna watch the new season of big brother and then i have to watch the race in america special and then i'm gonna go back to selling Sun- like i've only been watching tv well that is the only thing to do. But I do have to say really quick that we do have some really sad news in that T'Challa, who is Monique's African Gary Parrot, is still missing. And I am devastated. I, yeah, so she posted- This is in know, real life, not in the show. Like this is this present happened, time. Yeah, so she posted on Sunday that T'Challa is missing. She's looking for him. She has his cage and perch and stuff in the yard in case- he flies home. So if you're in, I would say if you're in like the DMV area, call out his name if you can. Like yeah, they had a bond, a bond that most people don't have with birds, you know? I know. I felt, I felt really bad. Um, Wait. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll, 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 we'll update you guys on T'Challa with this fine. But Dylan, what is it about selling Sunset that is so intriguing? Okay, so so season three just premiered on Netflix on Friday. I had still never watched it. When season two came out in the spring, I still was like, I don't have time for that right now. I think there were like eight Bravo shows on at the time. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not taking on another project. Um, this weekend, I was like, fuck it. I don't have any plans. I finally started from the beginning and I just now finished season two. So I probably will be done with all of it by today. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, the same guy who's the executive producer of The Hills, which I know you love and have just recently I been watching. I just watched all six seasons. So it has the same Adam DeBello? Is it Adam yeah, DeBello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassing. Okay. It has the same kind of vibe of like a really glitzy reality show that like may, kind of sort of doesn't really feel real. And it's the kind of, so it's about, it's sort of like, million dollar listing LA but like 
just like make it way more about the people and way less about the real estate and just like glam. So it's, yeah, it's very like, it's these like five or six women who work at this brokerage that's owned by these identical twin bald guys. And they have this really like kind of breezy, like office rapport, but then there's like drama between the women and Christine (laughs) is like this Erica Jane knockoff. Who's like super bitchy. And then there's like Chris Shell, who's a former soap actress and she's now a realtor and she's married to the guy from This Is Us, Justin Hartley. And then they got, they're getting divorced and that whole thing plays out on season three and she's like blindsided. It's, there's a lot of drama. I will say it feels a little bit lighter than Housewives. Like it's very easy to just like put on and the episodes are like 30 minutes. I can't recommend highly enough. I'm late to it, but I'm happy I'm here. Okay. That was, you, I mean, you sold it. You sold the sunset to me. I will, I will watch it. So You'll great ex- job. I'll, I'll put in an <laughs> offer. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Real Houses of Potomac because you're right. I feel like we watched episode two so long ago. So watching it again last night, I was like, huh, I saw this, but like, I don't remember when, but It's pretty sad the way it starts off because we see more of Karen and Rhea's relationship and it's like not exactly what a married couple would want their marriage to be going through on TV. And it's sad. Karen, you can tell, is putting herself out there to him. She's being all Mm -hmm. lovey-dovey. She loves her baby. Um, and Ray's just not, from what I'm seeing, is not feeling it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know exactly what goes on behind closed doors, but from what, from what Karen is telling us and from what we're seeing, it seems like Ray basically won't show her any affection. On camera, he won't say he loves her, which is super rough. I, I'm glad that Karen is showing us kind of more into her personal life this season. I think it's Mm -hmm. gonna be, you know, a tough season for her in her marriage, but I'm, I'm glad, I'm not, obviously I'm not glad she's going through that, but I'm glad she, it seems like she's being more open. That's something in the past where you've never really been able to kind of pin down what's actually going on with Karen. And, you know, but I do love as much as she's struggling in her personal life, she can still be, messy and shady and hilarious in the group setting, which is exactly what we need from our grand dame. <laughs> our grand dame. Um, yeah, so we'll see how much more of that plays out. But we see now also that Monique and Charisse, their issues, like, are we going to see Charisse this season? I, I need to know because we've only seen her at this party. <laughs> only, it's only been one episode. Charisse, <laughs> but like, she's in the preview for next week. Like she shows up to the sip and see and then Monique storms out. So we'll see. Okay. But were you dying when Monique at Ashley's coming out of the house dinner, when she refers to Charisse as a, I don't even, it, it's so rude, but whatever animal and then a walrus and all this. And then Ashley <laughs> knew a warthog. And then Ashley goes, oh, you're talking about Charisse. And I was like, oh my God, that, that is so mean. But anyway. The way, the way she said that where Ashley like has food in her mouth and she's like, oh, you're talking about Charisse. Yeah, I was like, oh no, uh, whatever. Was, but 
It's so very good. interesting because the, sh- the producers ask Monique again in her interview, mm-hmm. like what the rumors were. And obviously we know what they are, but she, she really like shuts it down and doesn't want it to be talked about. And then it brings you back to that question, like whose life is it to choose like who we can talk about and who we can't on these shows. But I guess it really does depend on how it affects each person's family because they signed up for a show, but they didn't necessarily know these things were going to happen to them, which I, you know, that puts it into a different perspective. It's interesting. It it almost like, I feel like it's an interesting comparison on Beverly Hills with uh, the stuff about Denise coming up. Mm -hmm. And obviously she's not happy about those rumors and stuff being on camera. And it sort of feels like Monique thought, Monique thought that if Sharice wasn't around, then this wouldn't become an issue this season. But now because Sharice has popped up again, that she's like, fuck, now I got to deal with this on camera. And she still doesn't really want to talk about it. But of course, Giselle right away is like, oh, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giselle, I can't. Um, she makes me laugh, that Giselle. But As Monique would say, a bottom behind trick. <laughs> yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. But, you know, we see Giselle kind of being like a team player, I should say, this episode. She goes to lunch with Monique, which was actually nice to see that they Mm -hmm. talked about their problems face to face, but they also squashed it. We also see her going to lunch with Juan, which when they asked each other if they knew Robin was there, girl, as a girl, like to my friend, that would be if if one of my friends, boyfriends, husbands, fiancés asked me to go to lunch, it would be the it would be the first thing I ask. Like, hey, does Robin know we're meeting up? Or is this like a C is it something? That's that's just what I would ask in the initial text or phone call. Right. Like, because it's like Giselle showed up. <laughs> I think this was definitely a little bit of like production, let's make it look mysterious. Because yeah. Giselle showed up acting like she didn't know if Juan was gonna be like, I killed Robin or I'm gonna propose <laughs> to her. And it's like you had to know that this was like a positive thing. And they, yeah. But obviously, I do, I feel like it was genuine seeing how excited Giselle got when Juan said he was going to propose to Robin. And I like her way of thinking that the second ring needs to be double the size for the troubles. I do like that way of thinking. However, I loved Juan's, I just combined their name, Ron's. I, I, loved Juan's reaction where he said, but that's not Robin because like he knows her so well. So he was like, or he was like, I'm not paying for a double the rank. No, but I think he was like, that's not Robin. Like, that's not my girl. That's not whatever. But all these things, like I'm so excited to look forward to this season because you know, what's different about this season than like real houses of Beverly Hills. I'm not like, Oh, like this episode is boring. I need next season. Like so much to look forward to fun. Things are already happening and we have more things to look forward to. We have, on Potomac, I would say we have an embarrassment of riches. That it's like, every person <laughs> has something I'm excited for. Every episode has something I'm excited for. There's no kind of, there's no weakest link at this point. And 
judging from what we know about this season, I feel like that's going to continue to be true. Speaking of weakest link in the group not being existing, we meet Wendy more this week, and she is already, I would say, making a great impression. We didn't get a lot of her in the premiere, but in this episode, we see her having lunch with Candace, and they're kind of going through their impressions of the women, and I think it's very funny that both, in this episode, both Monique and Candace say that Giselle is happier when she's getting some. Yeah. I mean, that's that says a lot when multiple people agree right. about that and aren't even together. But you know what I'm so torn about? Like, I obviously like Wendy. And I like Karen. But Karen not liking Wendy makes me, like, cautious because I'm like, why doesn't she like Wendy? Because I need to say on Karen's good side because Rihanna likes Karen. <laughs> It all comes back to Rihanna liking Karen and us. I'd like, everything we do from this point out has to be the long game of getting Rihanna on this podcast. And guys, listeners, it's going to happen. Just, just be optimistic. Yeah, we're manifesting it. We're manifesting it. Like, it's fine. But yeah, so maybe we'll find that. But I, I like Wendy. I like her, you know, I like her vibe. I like how she seems pretty real to me. She, and I will say you know, also at Ashley's dinner later, we see her sort of like making jokes, cutting up a little bit. And I, I like that it seems like right away she's comfortable kind of getting her personality in with this group and that it doesn't seem like she's kind of just taking a backseat until she really knows everyone. And I think yeah. sometimes with Housewives, it takes them a while to warm up to the yeah. group. And I feel like Wendy is super comfortable right off the bat. Speaking of the coming out the house dinner, so we see that <laughs> Candace is going to be invited, which is a little bit of a interesting point for Ashley. And when Monique tells Ashley, Ashley is definitely like not excited. And mm-hmm. I love that she says that she would be willing to hear an apology from Candace. Yeah, which is I was like, like- Okay. That's <laughs> the most that's the most like roundabout way of saying like bitch needs to apologize. I died when Monique showed up with a basket because it it's such like a typical Monique thing to do. Like my friends would do that too. Like just it's a cute little like gift for Ashley. Like she hasn't been spending time with herself. And did you notice Giselle went to go grab it and she goes, What's this? Like and she went to go take it. And Monique, like, it's just a little detail I noticed. But <laughs> Monique was like, Oh, this is something I made for Ashley. Like Giselle like didn't know what to do. But um, I thought this was a really fun dinner. I feel like it's it's um it got a little took a little left turn when Ashley I'm not sure if she went the right way with just telling the ladies that she has a little bit of a, she might need surgery and you can tell Yeah. Or a little Botox, but she, she kept rephrasing it multiple times to the point where the women just didn't know what she was talking about. And she finally was like, I have a tear in my, in my anus and my butthole. And Karen said my favorite line that she's like ever said, because Ash, Ashley said she might need Botox. Botox and a tear that doesn't that doesn't fix that like that's not so Karen said Botox is a miracle worker which I agree with she said but freezing the butthole is a whole other can of whoop ass and I was like where did you come up with that that was so good it was was so funny because we saw the 
the can of whoop ass moment is in the trailer for the season, but we didn't get the full context. And seeing Karen with her coffee cup in that confessional look with the like blonde wig, the orange, she's like freezing a booty hole. But like, I don't, it's so funny because you can tell Ashley was being like nonchalant about it, but then they kept like asking. So she kept like saying it almost, she kept wanting to be like, can you just get the fucking hint ready? Like something right. wrong. And but Giselle I was like, is like, Botox. Giselle's like, abort the conversation. Wendy looks like she's going to pass out. It was... I know. We spoke to Ashley recently, and she didn't get Botox in her butt, so I don't know what happened. (laughs) Or what she did to, like, fix the issue, because that's something that needed to get fixed. But enough about talking about Ashley's anus, because I don't really want to anymore. (laughs) Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure your shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. So then, obviously, the Candace and Ashley issue comes up at the dinner and we get it to be continued, so things are not... Not resolved, obviously, but I think it's interesting that Candace kind of all of a sudden becomes the target of everyone at this dinner. And she says that she wants to have a conversation with Ashley at another time, not in front of the group. And it's funny because Giselle kind of becomes the like ringleader of the table. And she's like, okay, well, there needs to be an apology here, an apology here. And so why don't you two just do this? And Candace is kind of like, can we not? 
Yeah, I mean, it's come. It's becoming like pattern now where the housewives don't want to do any conversation in front of the group, which I find very interesting. But I love that Giselle did that because she wasn't part of any of it. So she can really dictate like who is apologizing to because she's like, I don't need to apologize to anybody this week. But <laughs> I love you all. You love a good to be continued because we know <laughs> it cracks me up because like it's going to be on next week anyway. So like and most scenes are like cut off where they are and like, but right. it makes it more dramatic. But anyway, stay tuned for- Karen, I next. did love when Karen said, I have been a victim of that gang banging. And I'm like, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> Her one-liners are like killing me this season, but honestly I'm here for them because no one else has them. And like, I feel like her humor is different. Also, I enjoy it because you never know when she's kidding or not. And I love that type of demeanor because yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, so that's that. <laughs> In Potomac, honey. So obviously, fun episode of Potomac. And then afterward, Bravo aired their Race in America special, which we've been looking forward to. And I thought they did a great job. I really enjoyed it. It was 90 minutes. I thought it went by really quickly. Like it was, I thought they did a great job of having really important conversations, but at no point did it feel like preachy or I think it, I think they did a good job of making it very accessible so that anybody who turns on the TV and it's on should be able to sit down and listen and take it in. And I think that's important because not, when it comes down to it, this it's unfortunate, but 100% of the Bravo audience is not people who think that this is something they want to watch. Right. I think that this was done really well. It was hosted by Nina Parker, who I actually am a big fan of. She hosts E! Nightly Pop, which I liked that little crossover. But I think that it was done in a way that it was just an open forum and it was a interesting group of bravo celebrities that they chose in a good way i think that they had people share that their own <clears throat> personal stories which were it's crazy to like explain like you don't want to hear these things but you kind of do because they're happening to everybody and they're happening to real people and it's really really sad that people still treat others with such disrespect and they did go back to um, they cut it in like different segments, which I found pretty interesting. They talked about education and healthcare and they even had a section called Karen's and it was, it was nice to see different people's perspective on everything that's happening in the Mm -hmm. country and that it's not going away anytime soon, which is unfortunate. I really enjoyed the segment about medicine. So they had a few people from the Married to Medicine franchise there. So they had um, Dr. Simone, Toya, and her husband, Eugene, and Dr. Britton from Married to Med LA. And I, I thought it was so great that they were there and that they had that specific conversation because that is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you forget sometimes, or it's easy to kind of focus on you know, more general issues, but that even within all of these specific fields and these people that are successful in what they do, that somebody like Dr. Simone, who has a successful practice and is obviously, you know, a really successful doctor, she still experiences 
all of these issues in really major ways in her profession. And so I actually think it's, it's, it, it's really interesting to hear from all these women that are successful in so many different areas. You know, Garcelle is an actress and, you know, all of these women are, have TV personas and, you know, have platforms and businesses and are very successful and that all of them still experience all of this stuff. And we know that, I mean, it's systemic, but to hear specific examples and like when, um, when Toya was saying that she got in a car accident and her mm-hmm. two kids were there and it was a, a white man that she was in the accident with and the police officer immediately went to the white man and was saying, are you okay? And she has kids in the, like, it's specific scenarios like that. I think for people like us who have, you know, the privilege of not experiencing those, that systemic racism, it's, it's important to hear those specific examples and realize that it's everyday shit like that. It's not just, you know, oh, like, yeah, like it's a problem sometimes. It's like so pervasive. And I thought they did a great job of really, you know, illustrating how much of an issue it is. Mm -hmm. And even Portia, an example she said was that in her condo um, where she lives, she said all of her neighbors are white for the most part. And they asked her, she said at least five different times, like if she was the dog walker and she said it became almost comical because she was like, really? Like I live here, but you know what the crazy thing is, is that I can't even fathom someone asking someone that, but that's the crazy part. We're like, I wouldn't ask that, but there are people in this world that would, Right. Like, number one, what is it anyone's business? Number two, what are you going to do if she was? Like, what difference does it make? And so it's crazy because we look at these people as they're just on reality television and we look up to them, but, like, they're just people like us walking this earth and some of which being treated unfairly. And so they did talk about how they use their platforms to um, really share what's going on and, Bronwyn mentioned last night, Bronwyn from Real Houses of the Orange County was on. She's saying by her being an ally and really posting all this stuff and really getting involved that she's lost a few friends over this, which, you know, was kind of crazy to hear and for her to share on this platform. But yeah, I think I think I know some people had criticism of Bronwyn and Leah being there just because, you know, they're not perfect allies, Leah especially, has, you know, said some whatever questionable problematic things in the past, but I think it's important to have allies there and to to show that it's an issue that everyone needs to be involved in and paying attention to and talking about. And I think for the most part, Bronwyn and Leah kind of took a back seat and let everyone else drive the conversation, which I think is exactly as it should be. But I think it's important to show that you know, white people don't get excused from these conversations just because it's not their issue. And I think that it was important to have a couple, you know, faces there to kind of get involved in the conversation. And frankly, when you think about the other cities like New Jersey and Dallas that weren't represented, it's kind of depressing that there's nobody in those casts that would have been kind of like an acceptable fit for a thing for something like this that it's like Mm -hmm. 
it's, I think it's good that Bravo is, you know, kind of getting everyone involved and hopefully that can continue to spread and become something that even more people are talking about because, you know, it's on all of us and yeah, I don't know. I love, I, I'm so glad they did this. It was, it felt very necessary and, you know, Bravo has so many, you know, incredible, smart, talented, powerful people on their network. And so I'm glad they're kind of putting that to good use and having these conversations. Yeah. So it was um, race in America, racism in America, a movement, not a moment, which I appreciate that title because it's ongoing. And if you didn't watch it, you should, it was an hour and a half. And I agree with you. It did not feel like that. It was actually like just like it seemed like a conversation that you were watching so which yeah. it was but um so i highly suggest that um if you didn't watch it you do and let us know your thoughts but anyway um dylan who was your bravo lab of the group over the weekend I, you know i'm just gonna give it to everyone who is involved in the race in america special mm-hmm. i obviously i love potomac well <laughs> i'm sure next week they'll get my award again. But I was just so glad to see this and glad they, you know, stepped up and clearly put production into this. It was really well done. And I hope we see more conversations like this. And also Nina Parker, honorary Bravo Lab for the night. Uh, Great job. Hope to see more of her in the future. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, And I was going to say Nina Parker too. (laughs) I was like, wait, can we bring her over to Bravo? Like, that'd be awesome. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. We will be back on Wednesday. Um, we will be back Thursday. on Thursday <laughs> again. This de- this whole like calendar thing is just really not working out for me. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.